This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. All I want is all the power. Power, power, power. Matthew Stafford here on the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. At what point did you decide that you were going to make an attempt here to start a new chapter? Yeah, I mean, that was a, a tough one, but at the same time, I'm excited. Earlier on the show, ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins. Pro Football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. Packers Re- Reporter Rob Domovsky. Coming up, host of NBC's American Ninja Warrior, Matt Eisman. And now, Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Tuesday edition of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. First hour, Kendrick Perkins of ESPN, graced our presence, talking about tonight's NBA playoff action. You've got um, the first game up for bids. The Celtics down uh, one game to none. To uh, the Brooklyn Nets, then you've got the Lakers down one games to none to the Philadelphia for the uh, Phoenix Suns, and then you've got the Mavs and the Clippers, and the Clippers in a uh, in a hole one game hole right there. I asked Perk which team you could choose one team tonight in action tonight to make the NBA Finals. You guys just jumped on the Nets earlier when I asked you that question. Yeah, absolutely. he said the Lakers don't sleep on the Lakers. They lost Game One of their bubble first and second round series, and look what happened after that was this point. So don't sleep on a big game tonight. Big game tonight. Uh, you'll be watching your Clippers, though, right, on NBA TV? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Will you be flipping over to uh, Turner on TNT? Well, much like you, I may have more than one TV uh, in play. Right. Oh, hey. Yeah. How many TVs you got? Two TV situation? Well, you didn't win one on the prices, right? Sure no. Oh, yeah. too far. Oh. I sure did. Firing the first prices right shot of the week. We did not he have had, one yesterday. Not hit on so that. it took two days for us to get to it. Well, I mean, what could you say about the the daytime demo the da- king? The yeah, daytime the, demo the king. king. Okay. You missed it yesterday. He he pointed out that the prices right had big ratings. The day he was on the week. Yeah, the, the week. He doesn't have the day. He doesn't have the dailies. Oh. He's not getting the daily numbers. Look, I went on Soap Opera Digest, Mike. I did some research. I saw it. Hold on a second. Did you really? Yeah. Did you really go on Soap Opera Digest to find out what the daytime television ratings are? Oh, I did. Once I decided that I was going, once I thought there was a chance that I could be the daytime demo king, I went and did some research. I saw numbers were up during the second half. Yes. Where was I? On the second half of The Price is Right. Wait, wait, wait. The the daily demos came down at the hour portion of that show. Yes. No way. First half. Hour, second half hour. So, you know, check my Instagram story, people. It's it all right there. It had nothing to do with Katie, who made the, yeah, uh, the show. See, the show I, I don't think that Katie's on a national television show talking about it every day. You know? Just imagine if you had won with the rating. You were, I, I got to be honest. I feel like I had I won, we would have stopped talking about it. I mean, we did flip it you on know? here. You we talk added. about winners. What do you mean? That's what we talk about every day. Well, the, I lost, and we're talking about it every day. Well, I guess you're so, the Buffalo Bills in <laughs> this situation. The 90s saying, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo had, Bills. had I won, it would be over. Who are they, and, and plus, you know? you, 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 let, let's, let's put it in other terms. You were entertaining, but not iconic. Yeah. And that dep- well, I don't know. The numbers say otherwise. The numbers don't lie. I'm talking to the, the daytime demo king right here. So just put some <laughs> respect on my name. The, the two NFL stories that we're talking about today were wow. done, were, were come from cable television <laughs> shows, okay? One person willingly sat down for the interview, and it was an 11-minute interview. Aaron Rodgers with, with uh, Kenny Mayne, sending Kenny off to uh, his next chapter. Uh, after a 27-year run on ESPN. It's remarkable. And so um, that was an 11-minute long interview that, again, 
uh, Aaron agreed to sit down for. And then the other was about a minute long chat that um, that was not scheduled. It was Shannon Sharp calling Julio Jones on his phone because Julio had shown up on social media taking a shot, a photograph with a fan wearing a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt. And of course, as you know, uh, Shannon's cohort on um, on his Fox Sports One show every day is a Dallas Cowboy troll, honk, or whatever you want to call him, and they were going to utilize this as content. Sure didn't sound like Julio knew he was on the phone, and he said, I'm out of there, because the question was, are you going to go for the Dallas Cowboys or stay in Atlanta? He goes, no, I'm out of there. Now then, Arthur Smith has been on this show twice, okay? New coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He has left me highly impressed. He is one of the old school head coaches who are, I think he's, is he under the age of 40? I I don't think he's 40 years old yet. I believe you're right about that. And he strikes me as an old school coach. 38. And he seems no nonsense. And he seems like he's going to have this thing buttoned up and he is going to be the man in charge. Not like all other head coaches aren't, but there are just different styles and he just comes across as very little nonsense. So I don't know whose job it was to inform him. Guess what? You know, there's always somebody whose job it is. Like somebody's job it was to go up to Tom Coughlin and say, hey, um, Tom, you know, X, Y, and Z just happened with uh, name any New York giant when he was in charge at the time, right? I was going to say, hey, there's a picture of your guys on a boat. Going well, around. I don't yeah. think I don't think he was the coach at the time. Actually, I think that was uh, his successor, whose name for some reason escapes me. He's very forgettable as the Giants' head coach. Oh, he's the one who oh. had the the uh, the menu of, of plays in front of him. Yeah, McAdoo. McAdoo. Yeah, I think it was McAdoo's Giants, actually. The, the but anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it is somebody's job to 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 tell somebody who might not be. Uh, filled with any sort of nonsense. There's some nonsense that's just happened. Somebody had to go up to Arthur Smith and say, hey, uh, Arthur, um, Julio Jones was on it. So you got a phone call. He answered, and he didn't know he was on television, and he said, I'm out of there? And that kind of undercut, that undercuts potentially our, our trade leverage because he's asked for the trade. So this was Arthur Smith today. Um, when he was made available to the media because they're going through their OTAs just like most of the NFL right now. And, you know, he was doing his best to shut this thing down and do the right thing to tamp everything down in Atlanta. This was his response. Like any private conversation I have with our players is going to remain private on my end. I'm not going to comment. It doesn't change anything for us. I don't speculate on stuff like that. Multiple private conversations with our players are going to remain private. I'm not going to comment. Again, on these private conversations we have, we have great appreciation and respect for for Julio, what he's done here, and for all the players that have been a part of this Falcons organization. Look, Justin, this is a tough business. We all signed up for players and coaches. We understand that. But everything we do here is going to be well thought out, and it's going to be handled behind the scenes with dignity with the players. And that'll be this. As long as I'm here, that's the way it'll be done. So, again, we understand the business that we're in. But every player here is treated with dignity. Mm. Said the players need to speak for yourself is what he said, right? 
By the way, that, that that's not the show Julio called into. It's the show too after that. You know what? Uh, Arthur Smith is not sharing his uh, feelings right now. And uh, I understand that. So let's get his feelings right now. I'm going to see if I can get him on the phone. Hold on a minute here. Let's see. Let's see if we can do this here. I'm just kidding. I'm not doing it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> It's crazy this world's it's nutty crazy, because man. this undercuts I would think crazy. you want to keep this thing quiet and they've done that for Julio. I mean that we had Arthur Smith on and I asked him, you know, hey, yeah. the word is that you're your cap hamstrung and people think that you're gonna and he said that others are talking about it and leaking about it and I think he was referring to other teams that are trying to stir this thing up who would love yeah. to have Julio Jones wearing their uniform. And he didn't take any of that. With us? No. Nope. And by all accounts, you know, this has been going on since, what, March? And he also said, he also said, if you don't like problems, you shouldn't be in a leadership position. That's what he said today, too. And I love that quote. And I just want to say this, too. And I know he doesn't like maybe this being mentioned. He comes from an insanely wealthy family. I, I'm certain, like, like his, his family's net worth is probably more than the guy who's paying him right now. He doesn't have to be doing this. Like, literally, he could, li- he could be living the jet-set jet lifestyle in the Mediterranean and never work a day in his life again, and he's doing this willingly. I, I could not be more impressed with that yeah. choice, that life choice, that Absolutely. career choice. For the love. I, I mean, he does this for like, the love of coaching. Grinding through the right. coaching ladder. and he, Exactly. Like, he's gotten to this position, so he is not going to finally get to this position and let anything distract. Like, I think he's got – he's locked yeah, in, yeah. and he's I could not be more too. impressed by him. And I think that Julio Jones is going to be gone. I think he will be gone. It solves their cap problem, number one. Number two, he's gone out and said, I want out of here. Mm-hmm. And he's doing him a favor by saying nothing right now because what helps him get out of there is Atlanta getting some sort of value for him. Adam Schefter says they want a one for him. Boy, is he worth a one if he's healthy. We can't sit here and say, Bill O'Brien, how dare you not get a one for DeAndre Hopkins and then sit here and say, well, Julio Jones should get a one. Maybe he gets a two, just like Hopkins. God. Hopkins is younger, and I know it's a different situation, and they didn't have to trade him when they did. (laughs) That was insane. Right now, it's a different story where everybody knows the Falcons are cap-strung. The guys basically said, I'm out of there. He's asked to be out of there. They can't make the trade until June 1 has passed. Mm-hmm. You can't, in the NFL, make a trade before June 1, basically, and say, I guess you can, because you know Stafford got traded, and it wasn't official until the new league year, and you basically just put the guy in bubble wrap. Yeah, you can announce. I mean, you could you could make the trade now, and then it doesn't take right? doesn't you don't yeah. you don't do it till June one. But I don't think you can do that right around the draft either, where draft considerations are taken into account, right? And then all of a sudden. Guy says, I don't really want to go. But just putting it all together, if you need a wide receiver and you can figure out the cap ramifications, 
and you think this guy can put you over the top, and those are all check marks, you got to go get him. I mean, that's it's that simple. Or at least make the call, right? Well, I mean, the call, he's he's going to go. I mean, they need... Oh, they, yeah, he's going. I mean, if he's come out and said, I'm out of there, and then what, you're just going to put that genie back in the bottle and stick him out there, and you, you know, and... and he literally said, I don't want to be there anymore. I'm, I'm out of there. And like, they may that's not be it. able to sign Kyle Pitts if they don't get rid of him. Well, I mean, they'd have to do something else. You're not gonna like get Grady of- Jarrett yeah, or exactly. redo Grady Jarrett's deal that right. might actually not be to your benefit. Yeah. Or release other starters, and you're going to then look at the rest of the team and say, yeah, we had to release those starters. We had to keep a guy who told Shannon Sharp, I'm out of there. I mean – Look, any coach can put something back together and try and tamp it down into this locker room, or you could go ahead and fix your cap problem, get a guy out of there who says he wants to be out of there. Calvin Calvin Ridley could be your number one. Oh, yeah. Nobody's better than Julio, of course. People could be on par with him. But if you're the Patriots, you're the Niners, you're the Chargers, you're the Colts, you're the Saints, even the Saints got to give a call. They'll be laughed out of the room because that's the last part. But you're the Cowboys. You got a call. You got a call. I don't think the Cowboys have the cap to do it. The space. They don't need him. Here's a fascinating one, though. Don't have the cap. Don't really usually do this sort of thing. Why not the Packers? You want a wet kiss and make up? Jeez. You want a wet kiss and make up? Hey, Aaron, we got him. You got Devontae. You've got Julio. Oh, baby. Let's go to work. And Aaron Jones. Big Bobby Tanyan. Aaron Jones. We're putting it all on a credit card just for you. It's what you wanted, right? Does that get you home from Hawaii? Put the guitar down? I would say Let's that go works, to Greg in man. Florida right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Greg, am I talking your language or what? Absolutely, Rich. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for making it. Um, I've got the, I've got the perfect uh, solution here, um, and it all goes back to the Brady effect. Now I'm a Tampa Bay fan, all right. So uh, great times back when uh, Brett Favre and Warren Sapp were going at it. I really appreciate the Green Bay fan base. So I'm doing this for them. The foundation of this is all about the Brady effect. Okay, there's a few different pieces, and Rich, you're going to need to be involved. Number one is Guntkus has to do a very public mea culpa. I messed up. I made a mistake. Brett, we love you. Or Aaron, we love you. You're, we're not letting you get away. To show you how contrite we are and our uh, and sincere that we are and are uh, wanting to dedicate everything to you, we're putting together a package. We're going to send Jordan Love plus a number two to the Atlanta Falcons for Julio Jones. Now, Aaron, what we need you to do, the Tom Brady effect, we want to treat you like Tom Brady. You need to treat us like Tom Brady treats the Bucks. So we're going to give you, we're going to restructure your contract. We're going to give you three to five years. You pick three years or five years, absolutely dedicated, $25 million a year. That's, that's going to be about a $15 million per year uh, hit. However, with the incentives, like Brady did, you can still clear uh, another $10 million, so $35 million guaranteed. That gives us the cap space where we can sign Julio Jones, restructure his gig a little bit, and then also get out, go out and get players um, 
get players like uh, the guy from San Francisco that's a free agent right now, cornerback. Oh, my God. Well, Richard Sherman. No, I hear what you're saying. So, Greg, let me just cut you short here because I do have a guest that I got to get to in a few minutes. How do I I come into this? Where where do I help? Where do I come in? Because – because Aaron won't let his pride take a hit, take a, a cut to his contract. However, you, Rich, yes, you you can you can get a hold of him. Huh? Use your wordsmithing ability. Okay, I appreciate to paint that. The picture of, to, to paint the picture of how Aaron Rodgers would then become the most popular Green Bay Packer of all time, because now he's giving back in order to help the team, in order to help the community. It's not just helping. As Michael Irvin said, the dead president people. It's also helping the guys that are sitting in the Knights of Columbus who all of a sudden say, oh, my God, he's one of us, and he needs you to paint that picture for him. Okay, Greg. Thank you for the call. That's Greg from Florida. He's trying to draft me. I think Kenny has his number better, maybe. So. Uh, but I'll, I'll just say this. Um, you know, a, a two, a second-round choice and Jordan Love to Atlanta – for Julio Jones, sounds like a great trade to me. I don't know if it's too pat, fantasy football pat for something like that. A little steep. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the contract because, again, he wants the certainty. You get Jordan Love out, Julio Jones in, and then say we need some money back from you. That might, that I don't know if that'll do the trick, but Julio Jones in would do a trick, and that's the, that, that's the trick they need to pull. Love out Julio Jones in would be would be a Kaiser Soze trick that would to me fix everything. And Gutekunst will never make that public apology, that con- public contrition. But you know what? What would be the a similar form of a public recognition of contrition would be this trade. Yeah, Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio Jones in Jordan Love out. <laughs> yes, and we'll trade we'll trade future considerations too on top of it. And figure out the cap. Honestly, how many Packer fans would go, okay, trade the two and Jordan Love? Oh, God, we can't mortgage the future. The only people who are sitting there thinking maybe that are are the management team. Do you think the players and the Packers right now, we can't mortgage the future. We can't give up a two and Jordan Love. What are we doing? Really? Like, with that, that, that might, that might hamstring the the 2025 Packers. My God. (laughs) Green Bay doesn't really have the cap room. They would have to do a lot of maneuvering as well. To but, do it. Yeah. Then figure it out. Put more out. put more on the credit card in 2023, 2024. Yeah. Do figure it. Figure it out. Do it. Yes. Total fantasy. Literally, we should be talking about unicorns as well. <laughs> Show ponies. But that would be, you can't say it's not possible. Well, Kevin Garnett said the best, Brockman. Anything's possible. <laughs> Take a break. Matt Eisman of the Great American Ninja Warrior program will be joining us next right here on the show. And your phone calls at 844-204-RICH still to come. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen show and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games and when you choose your tickets on game time you can see the view from your seat where the court is where you are in relation to it and then the all-in prices that's my favorite feature the all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Akbar, your your first pitch in Philadelphia is such the stuff of legend. Yes, um, that it it's it's received a documentary treatment from the ultimate in sports documentaries. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, it has it. Check it out. Wow. What if I told you throwing out the first pitch at a baseball game isn't as easy as it looks? That many have spent the rest of their lives regretting their trip to the mound. What if I told you? A former professional football player who used his speed, strength, and agility was about to have his hard-earned athletic reputation shattered in only a few seconds by a tiny little baseball. I was so fired up when I heard Akbar was throwing out the first pitch. I mean, I had visions of the big man going out there, throwing a frozen rope, and the crowd chanting, ah! Didn't exactly work out that way, though. I mean, how hard can it be? Rich Eisen threw a strike. The guy's not even a punter. Not even an athlete. Did you see the Philly Fanatics reaction? That was awesome. From ESPN Films, critically acclaimed documentary series, 30 for 30, it's Akbar's first pitch. Presented by Lens Crafters Prescription Eyewear, Friday at 8 p.m. Presented by Lens That's my new favorite movie of all time. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Okay, first off, I'm a huge fan of 30 for 30, and I would like to think of myself as a person that deserves one, but I don't. (laughs) Crying! Oh my god! What if I told you? Oh my gosh! I told you. That was bad. We shot a shank. Participated in this? I I thought it was real. I I, I didn't know. Oh my goodness. Oh, God. (laughs) What if I told you? That is one of our finest. uh, Very well done. Oh my gosh. Oh. That was amazing. The funny thing is, again, before we get to Matt Eisman uh, in the here and now, when our radio audience returns in about 30 seconds, I think Akbar thought for a split second that really did, in fact, happen. Yeah. 
like a 30 for 30. And you look at him, the first 30 seconds, he was kind of taking it in like, is this really happening? Because we got, I don't know who did the voiceover. Normally you would do voiceovers yeah. for us. I didn't do that one. Though. Who did that one? Because it know. sounded like the 30 for 30 guy. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe because he was like, it. no, it didn't. Like he was like, like, I know, shocked. Like, like He was like, really? <laughs> We had him. We literally we had, had him. him for the first 30 seconds. We had him. Yeah. His then Matt shows was... up, I guess, shooting it on his camera in his backyard. Like, look at that shot right there. <laughs> he thought for a second, wait a minute. He's like, what? I have a 30 for 30. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on our radio network as well. Love this guy. He's been on the show many, many times. The show is on my house, on a television in my house, literally like it's the sports version of Law & Order, quite frankly. Like, it's on all the time. It's on somewhere on some NBC family of networks. And season 13 of NBC's American Ninja Warrior premieres on Memorial Day night at 8 Eastern time, every single Monday after that for a new episode at 8 Eastern and Pacific. And you can catch up on past episodes of American Ninja Warrior on Peacock. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Matt Eisman. How are you, Matt? Oh, Rich, I am sitting here with the biggest smile on my face after listening to that 30 for 30. (laughs) Honestly, that is going to go down like the synchronized swimming sketch from Saturday Night Live in my book. It's just one of those ones that I could watch again and again, find new reasons to laugh every time. I mean, Akbar's first pitch is our our fake 30 for 30 because, I mean, seriously... He, he he made Fitty Scent look like Nolan Ryan. I mean, Rich, I'm, you know what it's like too when you work with oh yeah. NFL players. They constantly remind you they were NFL players and you weren't. Very and true. I get that nonstop from him. So to see him uh, in his athletic glory captured uh, for for all of time to remember that <laughs> that that one gave me joy. It's similar to I guess falling uh, falling into some sort of water, falling off of uh, falling off one of the many constructs. <laughs> On your show and just just face planning, except you know this is far more embarrassing because at least because you, you're expected to have some sort of physical prowess, and then you come up about fifty feet short. That is I nearly killed the fanatic. I I, I mean it was it, it was something out of Bull Durham where he's hitting the mascot to send a message, but no one knows what that message was. It's kind it, of like because a- I know you know comedy and you know late night television, Matt. So. Um, it would be similar to, I guess, an, uh, uh, an American ninja warrior getting ready to climb that last wall, that big, li- big run up to the last wall to climb up that wall and then obviously um, stop the clock and, and win, right, um, and hit the button to win. It would be similar to that David Letterman moment where he jumped on the wall in his Velcro suit and just attached to the wall. Like that would be, would that, be that slapstick Super moment. Super Dave Osborne That's would have right. been proud of Osborne's performance Dave. right there. <laughs> the great Super Dave Osborne. I forgot oh, about that one, man. How are oh, you doing, Matt? Okay. How's, how's oh, life for you? Everything good? Doing great. We, we just got back. We were in Las Vegas uh, just wrapping up the season out there. And it was so nice to be back in Vegas. And for mm. the first time in a couple of years, we started to have uh, uh, fans in the stands. That's great. And it's it, it just, it, it's nice to feel, uh, to feel a little bit like the way things were. So I, I, I'm still riding on cloud nine from that. So this season, the age limit to compete has been lowered to 15 years old. So now my kids are going to start watching it thinking that they're close. They're getting close. They're getting it's, they're getting close to being in the big one as opposed to the, the junior competition that they imagine well, they could maybe get in one day. You know? And that's it. So now, you know, it was 9 to 14 on American Ninja Warrior Junior. Right. Because they were so good on that show, we thought we're going to let a couple of them take a shot on our big course this season. And Rich, they, 
they've blown us away. I, I mean, it, it, we knew they had some athletic ability. We, we've seen them in their videos. We've seen them tackling obstacles. But what we didn't know was how they would handle being on the big stage with the lights at their brightest, with a million dollars on the line. Would they, would they rise or would they just crumble? And thinking back to what I, you know, when I was a high school sophomore, Akbar and I were talking about this. If you'd had a chance to play in the league at that point, to, to, to go to the NBA or NFL, right. you, there was no way you were ready physically, but certainly emotionally. And these athletes have been outstanding. They have been so strong. And, and they're out there. We're like, okay, first of all, it's past your bedtime. Second of all, you should be doing algebra homework. And third, you are absolutely crushing this. So it, it's been exciting to see the young bloods coming on there and to feel like, you know, this is, this is, it, it's really a reinfusion now, this new energy coming into the show. But my God, do I feel old, Rich. Do you got a, do you got a new, do you got a new um, uh, obstacle, new uh, part of a course? So, that, what do you got for uh, me? Always, we always have a, a, a slew of new obstacles. But one of the things we did this year was it's called uh, split decision. So there's an obstacle um, where in the course, the, the ninjas get there and they have a choice. It could be a choice between two different types of balance obstacles, maybe an upper body obstacle or a balance obstacle. But it becomes choose your own adventure. And what's interesting is, ninjas may have different skill sets. If you're a little bigger guy, you may think, I'm not going to do upper body, I'll right. try balance. Um, so we're seeing the ninjas now really take their fate into their own hands because before it's always been, hey, just face whatever's out there and keep going. But now you have to have a little bit of strategy here, choosing which obstacle you'll think you'll be successful in. And as soon as people hit the water on that one, you see them going, I chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Instant regret. Now, help me out with this. Uh, Matt Eisman here on the Rich Eisen Show. American Ninja Warrior returns for season 13 coming up uh, in six days. So Memorial Day night, make sure you make a note uh, on uh, on NBC at 8 Eastern time. Um, you know, I, I don't want to stir any problems up in your workplace, Matt. This is this is. Uh, this is my wind oh up. This is my wind up. Comes. What a this, setup. Is, this, this is my wind up. This is my wind up. But uh, do the producers who come up with these obstacles, do they have a problem? Do they like they literally like seeing people squirm? Um, it, it what is, is what is going on here? Because I, I, how do they come up with some of this stuff, man? Well, what's, what's insane is we come up with these obstacles and very often we'll, we'll they'll send us videos and testing uh, of the obstacles yes. as they they're kind of going through iterations. And, and I, every time I look at Nomsu, I think, how is anyone going to ever get through this? And what's amazing is, is watching these athletes, because, again, for those who aren't familiar with the show, they don't know what they're going to face until they show up on our course. They don't get to practice. You get one shot on these obstacles. So not only do they have no idea what they're facing or how to do it, they don't even know what it feels like or, 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 or how much strength it's going to require. So, yes. so to see the problem-solving ability – because we keep upping the difficulty and we think no one's getting through this course. And then one person gets through it. And, and it's like, it's like the, 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 when, they, when they figure out how to use a stick to get the ants out of the hole. Like, all of a sudden, everyone starts emulating it. Success to get success. And all of a sudden we think, all right, we we got to come up with a harder course because these guys are figuring it out. I know. And then it's just there's it's kind of like the NFL where they before they make a rule change, they try to figure out what the unintended consequence is going to be. You know, that's it. And it's an arms race and we are losing. (laughs) You know, it's funny, too, because, again, watching it with my kids, they get um, they get invested when the you know, when we meet one of the ninjas uh, up close and personal to use the old sports 
TV phrase, right? And we, yeah. we, we learn about their journey and then, the, you know, their parents are there watching and then they're, you know, they're cheering on and then you're, you're rooting for this person and they literally eat it within the first 10 seconds. Oh. And I feel like, why do, why, I feel like maybe we're being done dirty, you know? Like, my mom, my mom will call know? me after yeah. an episode and go, why did you make me care about that person? <laughs> you knew he was going to fall. Like, I'm sorry, mom. That's kind of how it I works know. here. My kids are like that too. They're like, what the hell was that? Like they kind of want to. It is. It's you know? funny. We, you know, it's always tough because we get to know these athletes. Uh, you know, this is season 13. I've, I've, I've seen these people, some of them, you know, get married, have kids and, and watch these families grow. You know how much it means to them. And when they fall, you're heartbroken. But you also know that's why it matters so much. That's why it means so much when they do hit a buzzer, when they do well, because they've fallen, because they've come up short before. And it's it's the stakes. It's that idea of you get one chance at this. And especially heading into the Olympic year when, you know, we talk about if you're an NFL player, man, you, you don't win a Super Bowl. Okay, but, you know, you, you probably have like a seven, eight-figure salary to go home to. For these ninjas, this is it. You know, this is, this is something they, they train for with such passion. They dedicate so much of their lives to it. And so when they come up short, you know how much it stinks. But when they do well, you see the joy. And, and it's awesome where you, where you realize this is a moment. This is a moment they'll remember for the rest of their lives. When they're old and gray, they'll think back, I remember when I did that and how good it felt. And, and it's awesome to get to see people have those moments, those life-changing moments. Matt Eisman here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, Matt, um, you're, you're from Denver, Colorado. Uh, are, you, are you expecting Aaron Rodgers in just a couple I, I mean, weeks? Okay. Or what, what do you got so for me? We've been given lots of hints to Sean Watson. We thought it was a landing spot. Yep. Aaron Rodgers would be great. I know Drew Locke. Um, we're hoping for the Josh Allen, you know, turnaround in year three, <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. And, and Aaron Rodgers, I, 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 Rich, this is this is boggles my mind that this guy uh, just threw that grenade right back at him after they gave him Jordan Love the year before. Uh, but if the Broncos can 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 uh, get him on there, because with Mahomes uh, and Justin Herbert in the Chargers, the AFC West, we we need a QB uh, to have a fighting chance. Yeah, you could you could use that firepower in the AFC oh. West. No no question about it. And I love that you said the. Josh Allen turnaround in a way would be quite something for for Drew Locke. I, yeah, I I I know so many Broncos fans that are like, "What do you think? Do you think it's possible? Do you think this could possibly happen?" And you know, if it does happen, it would have to happen in kind of like the next couple of weeks. Like literally, this is where the rubber Listen, would beat the road on that. It's it's when when Peyton Manning came in and 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 brought us our third Super Bowl. That felt like a gift. And, you know, now I don't want to get selfish and see it happen again, but if Rodgers wants to come give it one more shot for a ring, man, wait, I, I think he'd look good in the orange and blue. I know. And so, uh, Jokic, we should get him on your course. We should get him out there, don't oh, you think? What don't an think, athlete. Don't you think he would be <laughs> You'd be great? I think he's – you know, those, those long-limb basketball players tend to struggle, but I, I would love to see him on there. I, I, I mean uh, – what what he's been doing in the league, uh, it's still a relatively young age. Uh, it's it, 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 he he is an insane athlete, and it's good because man, it feels like since Matumbo was on the Nuggets, since we've really had anything to cheer about back in the nineties. What what do you think he would make on his split decision on an uh, American Ninja Warrior course? <laughs> I think he would just, you know you see him jump. I, I think he would probably just go try to, to leap over the entire obstacle. Uh, and then come up about halfway and realize, you know what? I- I'm a shooter, not a dunker. Yeah. 
Maybe we should get Mickelson out there. Oh, and age wow. 50 and over, let's get Mickelson out there. You know, uh, what like, let's is go. Phil drinking? I want his fountain of youth because when he's driving 366 and out driving DeChambeau at 50, yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I'm going out to the course this weekend and I'm swinging, I'm swinging as hard as I can because Phil has given me hope. You just turned, you turned 50 in January, right? Matt? I did, and and I, I listen. If I hit it over 200 yards. And it doesn't snap hook into another fairway. I feel like a victory. I so. think whatever he's drinking is giving him the George Hamilton tan too. I mean, he's really working it. You know, with the shades on, the shades on, giving everybody a thumbs up. Like when he was walking no. through that crowd, literally. It, now, now that I've hit fifty, I don't want to be bothered. You know what I mean? Like I just stay. You know, no. I, I need some. Pe- just keep your distance. He's just like you know, thumbs up, thumbs up, point, point, thumbs up, in the shades, and you know, with his George Hamilton tan. I don't Ooh. know what the hell's happened to him. It's amazing. Uh, I like it because you remember before he won a major, for like the first eight, ten years of his career, it, it was just this kind of shadow of uh, living in Tiger's uh, Tiger's shadow. Right. And now Phil is really coming to his own, and he seems to be enjoying it. And I, you know, I think all of us, when we start to see guys like Rory and JT or Colin Morikawa, who are you know just these tiny guys who bomb it, impossibly flexible. It's nice to see someone who looks a little bit more like. Uh, us old folks. Of course. Uh, still no, and, and at the same way, look, I, I, I love Brady and TB12, and it looks like Aaron Rodgers is on the AR12 and all of that stuff. But, you know, Phil is like, I, I you know, I, I, I can relate there because you, you're talking about, again, when he was dueling with Tiger back in the, you know, early aughts, and I was on Sports Center back then, and we were talking about Tiger going on the run, and Phil was the guy who was, the, you know, the greatest player to not yet win a major. And now he's a guy at age 50 who's the first 50-year-old to win a major. And I'm now inspired by the way he's taking care of his body. You could knock me over with a feather with that thing being actually <laughs> well, the Rick, case. Well, I, I think we're going to – this means we're going to see you getting down to around a 4 five forty. Yes, sir. Is, is really what I'm reading from this. <laughs> no question. Uh, Bingo. If I show up next year, if I show up next year, all right, at the, at, if I show up next year at the Combine, right, or whenever I'm going to run it, and I've got the George Hamilton tan and i got the shades on, you know I'm about know. to go torch it. Oh, I'm going to torch it. Be... Thumbs up and torch it. Like, thumbs up and point and just Like the Fonz. Like the Fonz, yeah. Like the Fonz. We will all vicariously feel the victory, Rich, when you do that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I do run for people. I, I, I do run like Phil uh, as a man of the people. You know what I mean? That's, that's the way I go about it. Uh, Matt, thanks for the time. Congrats on season uh, Rich, 13. Always. Holy cow. Holy cow. You're, very, you're always very kind. I, I, I really appreciate it, Rich. It means a lot. Oh, you're, my you're gosh. Thank you. Again, my kids, we will be, we will be watching. We will be watching, and then I'll be Love walking in like three days later. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You've watched this ten times already on DVR. <laughs> and honestly, that is that is constantly happening you in my household. Kids are giving Matt Eisman job security, and I appreciate that. Oh, right? my God. Your plus seven rating from my kids seven to 12. Uh, they're, personally, they're personally responsible for upping that plus seven rating. Thanks for the call, Matt. You take care of yourself. Always, Rich. You, got, well. yeah, there, you bet. That's Matt Eisman of... Uh, of uh, American Ninja Warrior. Funny, funny man. And, hey, you know, next time he's on with Akbar, you know what we should do? We should pitch American Couch Warrior and just have out-of-shape people do this stuff and see how far they can go. Out-of-shape people in spandex. Well, I don't think anybody needs to see that. I don't know about that. I mean, I'll be very honest. I'll shoot you straight. 
there are times where my kids are watching American Ninja Water, uh, Warrior and I, I take a seat just to see. You trying to see him fail? No. <laughs> just to see somebody in spandex. Not going to lie. <laughs> There's a certain aspect that uh, appeals to, uh, to people me. People on that show are in very good shape. They're incredible shape. And I like to see, you know, the feats of strength. <laughs> I do. I want to see how these people actually per- participate. But I also wouldn't mind just seeing one time just out of shape people give it a whirl. Like an NFL lineman version of uh, Ninja well, Warrior? Well, the big man dance oh. challenge that we used to have at NFL Network as our promotional campaign is something that should absolutely be done yes. in the real world. But I, I, no, I'm just talking about uh, uh, regular, everyday people. And let's just back it off. Instead of going through this obstacle course, whatever a version of couch potato would be. Food shopping. I'm in. Like uh, changing the remote, like flipping back and forth between games, like not missing pitches. Jimmy Traina of Sports Illustrated bitched to me about streamers. And I, when I was on his pod, and I'm like, Jimmy, come on now. You're talking to somebody who's on a streamer every day because you can't channel flip when you're on a streamer. And I'm like, yes, you can. If you have the proper setup, right. you go from your streamer to your cable. It's just the difference between HDMI source. 1, HDMI yeah. 2. There's a source button source on your button. remote. Right. Just click that, and you are one more click away. Right. That's it. And you click back to your streamer, and you click back to your other source, and let's go. Let's and you're go. taking people's food out of their mouths with you saying that it's just one extra click. You can't handle one extra click. That's the American Couch Warrior I'm talking about. American How Couch fast Warrior. can you click from one source to another and get to your show? <laughs> Jimmy Trainer, I think we have our first contestant. Jimmy Trainer is the first Jimmy, you are the first contestant. First one up for bids. Yes, sir. Can I be the reporter and interview people on the couch? Well, I mean, you should be the next contestant, too, I Mike. I mean, I'd be in. Mike, you're no, on I'm the, not a Couch Warrior. You're on the list. I don't watch a lot of... You guys watch way more sports and TV than I do. Glad you're on a sports show, Mike. <laughs> no, well, I, mean, I mean, I say we don't it's turn to him. For, we don't turn to him. No, no I mean, I admit it. We just turn for him because he knows Notre Dame and Seton Hall. I mean, that's what he knows. And boating. And boating. I'm a boating guy. And the weather. And, and the weather. Boating. <laughs> have you tapped out over there? You just have nothing TJ, to say I'm on just, this? I'm dying. just laughing. TJ, TJ is over there, Rich. TJ is sad because the Cowboys are giving away Romo's number. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's yep. right. Let's take a break and hit on that. What a yeah. great way to get out the door. Said. And we have the Brooks Kepka video, Rich. Oh, we oh. have him complaining about Bryson DeChambeau stamping behind him, that's huh? That's amazing. Oh, I, I honestly, for some reason, I haven't seen that. That's great. <laughs> My live reaction's coming up. Great. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. 
Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Two four, are you out there, Mike? Yes, I'm here, Rich. How okay, you doing today? I'm doing great. So, what are you revealing? Uh, you, you've got uh, right here. You got right a- up here above me is a brand new. Rich Eyes and Show Sign. A new Rich Eyes and Show Sign. Am wow. I going to do it now? Let me see this. Yeah, here we go. Let's here do we it. go. Oh, this, this is going to be fun. I just hope it doesn't come down in your what head. What are the odds that I can't do it because the way it's just set put, up? To put down the so, microphone, dude. I can't. <laughs> this is the worst reveal ever. Keep, Take down keep both. Pulling, Del Tuf. Pull. Pull. Just put the microphone down. This is good, Rich. This is good. He's going to break down the whole thing. Yes. Pull both of the cords, <laughs> you. <laughs> hey. No, we cannot have this as the reveal. He he does this audio. This cannot be the reveal. He does audio. He does not do see, manual labor. That's the way it's lit, 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 it's, up, it's messed up up there. <laughs> I can't look. I can't. Del we Tufo, call walk this. Walk up the stairs. Walk up the stairs, Del Tufo. Yeah, okay. The not reveal. He's going to walk Oh, no, the I can't because I can't climb to where that reveal. is. Yeah, you can. That's up the no, you can't. It's uh, you gotta have a cable. <laughs> you guys don't know OSHA rules. <laughs> See, they screwed me. They did this on purpose. I'm convinced. Yeah, it's against you, Mike. I'm telling you. Uh, Del Tufo, just tell everyone out there you don't have any change for them. Just pull it. Give them good jersey pull. Put them on. Yeah, there you go. Watch. Put the microphone down and pull it. Or the other one. You're a big man. Yank it. Yank it, Del <laughs> So much. Oh, All right, come back in here and screw off the audio now, Mike. I know. I, I, piles hate, on I, know, I, hate, I, I hate watching that back, to be honest with you, because I feel bad, Mike, because I know they that they me. wrapped that thing really tight. They, they really hosed you. And they got me. They really hosed you. I was like, and I know who did it. The rich up We've discussed. He said, he, he goes, you were set up. We talked. <laughs> it, was a, it was a coup d'etat. A coup d'etat. Del food d'etat. Del food d'etat. Food d'etat. That's Damn. it, Rich. Well done. Good job, Rich. Del food d'etat. All right. Food d'etat. Uh, boy, we have when we get back six minutes, six and a half minutes to go, and we've got we've got we've got a lot to get to. Yes. There's a lot to ha- there's a lot to get to. A lot. A lot to get to. I don't have the patience to jack with you today. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there is a lot it's to a get hit. to. <laughs> All right, I think I know how I'm going to parse this out. I think I know how I'm going to parse this out. You're a professional. Yeah, I am. Okay. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show on Peacock, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're back here on our radio show as well. Matt LaFleur has spoken to the medium. He did, in fact, address what was going on, and he did it in a way that I thought he needed to, and he's just putting it all out there, man. He said, um, of course, Twitter updates when I'm not looking at it. Damn, (laughs) Damn this Twitter. Okay, hold on a second. He uh, said, "Stacy Dale's had it." Oh, I got. I, I didn't see Stacy's feed, but I have it. Breer's feed. He's got. Um, he said, "Matt Lafleur, quote: We're just going to continue to try and work through this, and hopefully, we can get him back in the building." They're not getting him back in the building until the middle of June, maybe. Now, remember, we talked at the end of uh, our second hour, like the way to 
here's the wet kiss to get this thing all handled because mm-hmm. this would actually be the the mea culpa. This would be the apology. This would be the public apology without actually saying I apologize. Get Jordan Love out and send a, him and a two to uh, Atlanta and put Julio Jones there. And the way to do this, you know, we 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 follow Spot Track on uh, on Twitter. Here it is: restructuring Aaron Rodgers' base salary and adding two void years to the back end of his deal would free up ten point nine million dollars of cap money. Ooh. Extending Devontae Adams with a $25 million, million signing bonus would free up $6 million of cap room. You could do the math. That's $17 million. What does what is Julio Jones bring a cap hit of this year? 15.3. There you go. Money to spare. You can do it, and you, and you make two of your players happy. And you extend Devontae Adams, which you're going to have to do anyway. And scene. <laughs> Done. Dang. Let's see what happens. You think that would get Aaron Rodgers back in the building? Yep, yep. it would. <laughs> would Atlanta take it? I don't know. You get the quarterback of the future? Just I don't know what their evaluation of Jordan Love was last year. Food for thought. The Dallas Cowboys do not have a single retired number. You know that, right? They don't no, retire no, numbers. No, they put, they numbers. put players in their they ring of honor. Yeah, that's right. it. They do not retire a number. That's why 88 keeps on getting reissued. Yep. Number nine in your program, number one in your heart for many, many years was Tony Romo. Four years after Romo departs, number nine has been issued to Jalen Smith back in his college number. Good guy to wear it. I'm sure Tony doesn't mind it. Yeah, Jalen reportedly talked to Romo. They talked it out. Romo gave the blessing. He does have to pay about a half million dollars. To buy out the to other buy side. out the inventory. That's insane. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Like, why would he do that now? Like, if I was him, I would just maybe give somebody fifty grand to make sure they didn't take the number, oh, I would and then just got it for free next year. Making Nike whole is just not the words that I would ever want to say nope. to another human being or to my CPA. Yeah, hey, I got to yeah. make Nike whole. That's way too much money. If he, made it one, if he waited one more year, twenty twenty two would have cost him zero. zero. I mean, you got to think they're making the jerseys. I'm kind of with. The business on that side. Yeah, you can be with the the business, right? But for him to spend that money when he could have just waited a season. Well, you could donate all the Jalen Smith jerseys to all the kids in the area who love Jalen Smith and don't care that it's not his current number. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It still says Smith on the back. Maybe they do that anyway after Nike's made a hole. Maybe he'll do that because if he's paying for them, they better give him those jerseys, right? Write it off, Nike. Just write it. Seems silly, right? Seems silly, but, right. but hey, that's, that's a new not, phrase. Just I'm, write it. I'm not. Right. It's not my money. First and foremost, not my, not my, not my scratch. All right, but. we've got two and a half minutes to okay, go. Do we get to this right now? I mean, we, we we don't do it now. All right. Yeah, so not, Bryson DeChambeau stomps behind Brooks Kepka in the middle of an interview. Is that what this? This is, is? a uh, leaked video last night uh, that made the rounds of oh, what Brooks doing a low. Well, it's not. They didn't end up using it. It's not. It's not. It wasn't live. They were record. Brooks was recording an interview with a local NBC affiliate. Okay. Roll tape. <laughs> no, I don't have it. I don't hear the sound yet. Oh boy, we don't have it, huh? I don't even know that you need sound. Okay, if you he's could talking. Just look at him. Well, I mean, I mean, I know we're on radio, but oh man, the sound is also great because he's talking about his putting. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. Just stop it. We'll do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Alan Dallas, let's take his phone call. <laughs> Did you see the look? He's, he's all upset. It was the look, Let's Rich. see if we can get the sound and we'll go. Uh, Alan Dallas, what's up, Al? 
I'm actually Alan Houston these days because I've been down in South uh, South Texas. For that's a it. While, that's so how we I'm used to. That's how we first knew that's you. That's how we used to know me. That's yeah. how we used to know uh, me. You need the sound for that video. That is probably one of the most outrageous. I didn't think it was NBC. I thought it was the guy from. I thought it was the other guy from ESPN interviewing. Right, we'll get our ducks in a row. We'll do it tomorrow. But, oh, I have a feeling it'll God. still be evergreen for tomorrow. <laughs> yes, show. It yeah. Will. Yeah. Uh, as a and oh, as a partner in a couple of different CPA tax practices, I would highly advise clients not to write uh, oh Nike anymore. Oh, hey, by the way, Al, I'm glad you called. Um, thanks for the Fire Dolan T-shirt you sent me. Yeah. I, I wore it yeah. watching the Knicks the other day. Thank you. For there, that. You, there you go, Richard. You're welcome. I'm a man of my word, even on Twitter. <laughs> I, I like it. I appreciate it. Yeah. You send me yeah. a nice size. I'm, I'm glad I fit into it. It's a. It's one of those snug uh, larges. I don't know. You well, know, it's one of those snug larges. But it, it I would fit. have thought somebody that might have been in your, uh, you know, your Secret Santa. You know, like I, you know, <laughs> asked around a couple people. I would have thought they would have known your size. You know, I'm just saying. No. But I appreciate it. Thank you for that, Al. There you go, buddy. What's on your mind? Anything? You got anything? Uh, what else? No, I mean, uh, the Brooks the Brooks, and the Phil, the Phil Mickelson thing was probably one of the greatest end-to-end. I mean, because it, it, he, he was just involved the whole time, but the weekend was just so spectacular and just sitting around. And, why, and, and by the way, he slow played the heck out of Brooks Kepka on Sunday. Oh, my God. You could tell. I mean, even though he's cerebral and all this other stuff, he intentionally slowed down a little bit because he's a master of the mind games, too. So it was spectacular and one of the greatest golfing accomplishments, you know, since the Nicholas uh, win in 86 of the Thanks. Masters that I think we've ever seen. Thanks for the call, Al. Thanks for the shirt. Thanks, buddy. That's Alan uh, Houston, Alan Dallas. Oh, one last thing, too. Oh. I got this from um, my friend Bob Costas. How about this dropping a name? Jeez, hold on. Let me pick that up. Yes. Hey. He texted Let me, me just this. Grab that. Behind the plate tonight. In Chicago, for Cardinals at the White Sox, <laughs> is Joe West breaking Bill Clem's 80-year-old record for most games umpired. Hey, man, congratulations. He made it. it. Is. You made it, Joe. Just do us a favor tonight for the first time. Act like you give a crap, will you please? <laughs> <laughs> Only call this man's ever gotten right was when Crescione got caught in a rundown. And Crescione had the umpires in a rundown at the end of the Naked Gun. <laughs> and Joe West was out there. Joe West, a man who once ejected two members of the Mets television team because they showed Bobby Valentine a replay before there was instant replay. He ejected people Just because like, they it. dared to show the manager that he had gotten the call wrong. <laughs> you made it, Joe. Well done. We'll see you on Wednesday.